The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America and we truly do You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you, we're living free We're a quilt of many colors And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, your country And America wants you It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today is October 14th. 2014. I'm your host, Gary Ray, and joining me today we have Jim Klug. He's the national historian, photographer, and former PR director for the Military or the Purple Heart. How are you doing today, sir? Thank you, Gary. I'm doing well and enjoying, gosh, the first fall colors and the cooler weather here of fall. Cooler, huh? How cool is that? Well, we got <laughs> down last night probably into the um, you know mid-60s or so here in southern Oregon. Oh, that's 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 nice. Yeah, about a week ago nice. it was in the sixties in the evening here in Florida, but then it's warmed <laughs> up again. It's back in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, before we get to our guest, uh, I, I just want to talk a little bit about there's uh, there's been a little misunderstanding as far as the American Heroes Network Radio and the American Heroes Network Inc. Actually. Uh, um, purchasing radio spots, ads, mobile and website advertising, and listener support also supports the, the American Heroes Network radio and provides free airtime for the radio guests. Purchasing the water, the apparel, in retail stores supports the military order of the Purple Heart Service Foundation. The American Heroes Network radio, American Heroes Water, American Heroes Apparel are all sponsors for the American Heroes Network, Inc. Actually, by American Heroes Radio, the water and the apparel will benefit by co-promoting and the American Heroes Network, you know, along with us, and that way it will all work unbelievably. Um, Jim, you have any comments to that at all? 
Did you well, understand Gary, it? It uh, sounded a little complicated now <laughs> that I read it. Well, it, well, it, Gary, uh, it, it, it might, but Gary, your efforts are so stellar and so dedicated, and I know you've reached some plateaus in your initial two years, almost two years now of American Heroes Network. What do you see in the future, Gary? Where, where are we going to go for the next two years if we mm-hmm. break it down into two, two-year increments? What do well, we see I, next for us? You know, I wrote a little bit for that out, and it says, you know, as the founder and president of American Heroes Network, we're excited to share with our listeners the fact that we've been growing, not just a little bit at a time, but by leaps and bounds. Our broadcasts are heard across the entire United States, as well as 78 countries. Our purpose, uh, actually our purpose, one thing and one thing only is serving and honoring American veterans. We want to share the American Heroes Network mission statement, which is to serve the brave men and women who have sacrificed to ensure our freedom. Once again, you've tuned into this programming because you're either a veteran, you have a relationship with one, or you're a proud American. We think you'll all agree that without veterans, there wouldn't be the home you call America. We wanted to share the phenomenal growth and acceptance that the program has received since we started in January 2013, which is, that's right, Jimmy, about two years now, just under two years. American Heroes Network has reached a plateau in two specific areas. First, we're looking to expand our advisory board with the addition of two key members. The key positions we are seeking is that of an American Heroes Network chaplain. Same foundation by which this nation um, was formed is the same foundation that directs all activities of the American Heroes Network. Therefore, spiritual guidance is key to our success and growth. We are looking for a military or civilian chaplain to lead and guide us as an advisory board member. Okay? Beautiful. Now, the second position to our advisory board is that of an American Heroes Network legal counsel. We are looking for an attorney able to practice law in the state of Florida to join our team. All right. Now, the second request we bring to you is a monetary support. The weekly broadcast and operations of American Heroes Network needs your help and support. Please consider joining us by going to our website and click on the tab on top that says support A-H-N-R. And then click on the world radio logo. We ask that you commit just $1 a show. That's $52 a year. That is a one-time charge in support of what you consider to be a vital outreach to our veterans and our veteran community. Larger financial support and corporate sponsorships are also available by emailing me directly at GaryRay at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and I will personally get back with you. And remember, American Heroes Network remains dedicated to bringing you the very best programming for veterans and our veteran community. Thank you for considering this request. Jim, you have anything to add to that? Did I miss something? Well, Gary, <laughs> Gary um, I'm honored to be on the programming with you, and I started out uh, just as a as an interview, uh, as, with an interview, and Gary, I've watched firsthand the, uh, uh, you're just, I, I guess maybe you're lucky there aren't uh, 10 or 12 days in a week, because I'm sure you would work every one of those as diligently as you do on, you know, uh, it, you don't take a day off, Gary. Your passion no. is untiring, no. and your sacrifice 
is uh, is commendable, and I'm proud to join you. And I think our listenership and community out there is well aware of this. And Gary, it's an honor to join you and to see the efforts that are expended on American Heroes Network and through your guidance. Uh, it's a good day for veterans, and I've got to say, on American Heroes Network, and I've heard this many times before in other organizations, but certainly in American Heroes Network, every day is Veterans Day. That's true. That's true. Yep. And I, I yep. do work eight days a week. Is that how many days a week? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretty close. Yeah. So uh, do you see any additional people we can use possibly uh, on our advisory board besides a chaplain and a and, uh, legal counsel? Well, Gary, um, I think uh, the service for veterans is a broad, such a broad spectrum. <clears throat> Perhaps there's other opportunities out there that maybe right now that we're not even recognizing. And maybe as the listenership is out there by com uh, communicating with you uh, uh, directly, if they have something that they feel that would be a benefit to further serve the veterans community, I know you're all about that. Your mission statement is totally about that. And, Gary, I can, I can guarantee those people that are hearing this broadcast today that if they have something that will benefit a veteran, you're going you're gonna, to you're welcome that, uh, that input from them and be willing oh. to move forward on it. Because, Gary, I just, I, again, I've got to commend you. Thank you for what you do on a daily basis and what you certainly do here once a week on the air. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Jim. And, uh, uh, you know, again, our programming, I want to give you a little hint. We don't know the exact date yet that we're going to have them on, but I want you uh, uh, to see if this rings a bell, uh, the group called Drowning Pool. If that rings a bell, does that ring a bell to you, Jim? Yes, it does. We've, uh, I've heard that, yes. Yes. Uh, well, they're going to be coming on the show. Uh, we're going to try changing our format a little, too, in the, in the very near future. And uh, if there's any suggestions out there, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're going to get, uh, um, uh, you know, a lot more guests. Uh, we're going to get, uh, we already have, you know, uh, plenty of heroes. And um, uh, we have a good amount of uh, good, respectable uh, nonprofit organizations that we, let's call it credential, that, uh, you know, that are doing a phenomenal job with veterans, actually helping them. So, you know, again, before you, before you donate to anybody, be sure that you uh, uh, check them out, okay? Now, uh, what we're going to, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just, Gary, I agree. Uh, it, Again, it's so well stated that uh, today's community is uh, veterans uh, and all the medias are so filled with veterans outreaches. And certainly it, at any time in our last show last week, we spoke about the, uh, the ever-increasing numbers of uh, fatalities through suicide. Um, and our nation can't allow this to continue, and we need to reach out in an ever-reaching uh, you know, um, uh, effort to... Um, to solve that problem. And, and what it really amounts to is that our veterans are feeling isolated and um, without um, avenues for care and service and uh, uh, for the sacrifice. I think everyday veterans are everyday heroes, and, and that's a downplay on the word hero, but certainly 
every single veteran that steps forward and, and raises their hand to defend this nation and defend the principles of freedom across the entire world and every, every uh, locality is a hero to us that are veterans and uh, certainly needs to be recognized and, uh, and, and concerned with. So, Gary, thanks again for what's happening here with American Heroes Network and the appeal out to the community. Help us to help those veterans. Oh, thanks, Jim. Again, again, I want to make uh, sure everybody understands and knows, not understands, but they ne need to know that the T-shirts are all available. Uh, that's all you have to do is go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com uh, and you'll see the icon, a um, little square box uh, showing the T-shirts. And go in there, check them out. They're pretty cool. And uh, that way, um, you know, again, uh, you can... Hopefully, start uh, putting money towards. Uh, we have 22 veterans a day that that uh, take their lives, uh, is, you know, commit suicide. But then again, that's only a handful of states reporting. It's been reported that almost 40 a day, that's active and veterans, um, are taking their taking their lives. So you know, it's it's you know it's something gravity. else. Yes. Okay. And um, what we're going to do actually right now we're going to take a quick break okay and um, i just want to let you know today's show is brought to you by first class merchant services also check out our local sponsor page to see local businesses that support our veteran communities just be sure to support them back i'm gary ray along with jim uh, our guest will be coming on as soon as we come back from our break you're listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america on the variety channel and we'll be right back what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back to the American Heroes Network. And what we're doing, uh, Jim, why don't you go ahead and get our guest right now? <laughs> Gary, Gary, thank you. It's my honor. Today's guest is Meriwether Ball. 
Meriwether is a author, and she's with the Puller uh, Chronicles, Volume Number One. This is a first edition design publishing uh, company, and Puller Chronicles is the first volume of Meriwether Ball's book series. In addition, <clears throat> she is president and CEO of Corp uh, Incorporated, and Core Stories is a nonprofit advocacy journalism for the Marines and their supporters. She also writes columns, editorials, and commentaries. She is uh, was a correspondent with the Virginia Pilot, the Fitchburg Sentinel and Enterprise, and the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. Boy, those are some newspapers and a half. Meriwether Ball is also a United States Navy Reserve journalist, petty officer, third class. And I, well, Mary, whether may we call you Mary? You sure can. (laughs) Well, it's our honor to have you with us today, Mary. Thank you. The honor is mine completely. All right. Well, Mary, I have a question for you. Tell me about the Hilton Honors Program and and tell, I think her name is Rita and Peter. Tell them, uh, you know, we, we all said hi from the American Heroes Network and, and thank them for the first-class service you're receiving over there, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> They're really generous this way, and Hilton Honors is a great program. It's free to join, and then you get all of these preferred guest benefits. And one of them was that they were able to let me a suite for just a few hours so that I would have absolute quiet to talk to you guys today. Uh, how sweet. Wow. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Isn't that nice? <laughs> All right. All right. Wonderful. Yeah, and, and I guess it's a release of Volume 1 this week, isn't it? Well, actually, the um, hardcover was just released last week, and okay. um, but it was up on ebook for a few weeks before that. And then next week, the audio book will be available. Uh, All right. Great. <laughs> well, tell us, start, tell us about Puller. I mean, I know he was... Excuse the French, but he was a badass. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. He was. Yeah. He was a very, very um, bold man. I think. So, Puller Chronicles is only the third book ever published about Jesse Puller, and wow. the take is his faith in God and his relationship with his church, which wow. he and I are distant cousins, and. Interestingly, we belong to his family nor mine ever left the colonial Episcopal church we were raised in. So when I started researching for another book about Marines of Virginia, I realized this and I thought, you know, nobody nobody knows this about Jesse. Nobody's ever talked about his faith in God and his relationship with the church. But I know about this. I and so the more I started to dig, the the bigger it got. I started to realize there's just no way I could put this in one book. And um, <laughs> so it really, so then I discovered something kind of shocking, and I that really rushed it to press. But um, basically it's just about his, from the time he was born until the time he died, he was very deeply connected to the Episcopal Church of his childhood, and um, so were his ancestors, and he was deeply attached to them and their way of life with regard to the church, and um, very committed to it, and a very devout Christian man. Huh, what a, that's, in, that's so interesting. 
That's interesting. I'll, I will look forward to that. I, that's a book I'd love to read. I imagine I saw on your bio that um, you were a chaplain's assistant, and you know that's it's just no joke. I, the chaplains I've known who were in the Navy and served the Marine Corps, like you say, they're up front. They're they're right in the front, and yeah. um, their backs are to the enemy. You know, it's really yeah. tough stuff. Well, that's a nice way of saying it. It is. It's a it's a service uh, that, uh, and it's a position much like the corpsman and uh, the medics uh, in the army. And uh, okay. it's a it, it's a job that uh, places a lot of stress uh, on those individuals. But the the blessing that comes down there, and and uh, I'm sure. Uh, um, Lewis Puller, I'm sure the the blessing that he walked with in in harm's way was that that was cleared by God, and uh, that's the blessing that uh, I think you're trying to bring out that this is a man of of means and ways in a military community, but he was being led led and directed by God, and he, uh, he was. Puller Chronicles has shocked even its author. It's really uh, stunning to know that Chesty was an extraordinarily non-judgmental person. As much as he was demanding, he was not morally judgmental, which is interesting. And he was also extremely devoted to his family in a time when that was hard. I mean, as you well know, from Vietnam back, the communication on the home front was really sparse, and the mm. tours were very long. The stress was so high. So for him to walk on, you know, a really high moral ground, you know, for all recorded time, at least, um, it appears, except maybe one <laughs> instance, it's just... He had to be led by God. So then when I started to realize um, his attendance at his church and his the events that he um, attended at the church and created at the church and his relationships with his family members and how they, they all wanted to be close to each other. Um, his oldest daughter, Virginia, said something fascinating to me. She said that when he was home, they wouldn't go on vacation to Disneyland. They went around and they visited relatives just to reconnect to his source, which says so much more about him and perhaps where he derived his courage. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Mary, um... You uh, have a particular between uh, your faith connection as well as your ancestral connection, um, the opportunity to write this book and to bring out a point because it seems like the uh, sensationalism is always probably more prominently brought forward to, um, you know, the community out there, the news community, and uh, maybe even the veterans community, but the softer side that leads a veteran in a time of strife and, and sacrifice and death is uh, the very uh, foundation, again, of, like Harriet mentioned, the very foundation by which this nation has been built upon is that upon the principles that God set forth. 
and uh, certainly even as we measure out the uh, um, the moments before battle, that's when your heart has to come to a a point of comfort where you know that regardless of the outcome that you're marching forward with uh, somebody in uh, the front lead position, the point position. And I know in my heart when I was in combat for that full year as infantry that I knew that God was my point man. And um, and I'm sure Chesty felt that very same way. I think that you have touched on really the pinnacle of it in that I don't know that Chesty would have had the courage to constantly be at the front, especially during World War II in the Pacific. I mean, Mm. it was extraordinarily grueling warfare. And he demanded to be at the very, very front with his troops. And there's no way he could have done that unless he had some absolute confidence he could lead them, that he wasn't going to be killed off and they would be there without leadership. Yes. Yeah. Was there anything well, he was then, afraid of? Say it again. <laughs> was there was there anything he was afraid of? <laughs> I think he was afraid of a lot of things. I think from my research, and certainly from John Hoffman's uh, book Chesty, which was my Bible to write my book, um, that outlines every single hour of combat that Chesty was in. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was afraid of a lot of things, but. That shows the extraordinary courage that despite his fear, he made decisions and he led through the decisions he didn't expect his junior officers or junior Marines to carry out those decisions without him. That's correct. You can't lead with fear. You know that, uh, Mary and uh, Gary, there's another point that uh, certainly the uh, Marine Corps uh, officers carry as they lead from the front and... uh, and over uh, as I watched a graduating class out of Quantico, um, they made that announcement. And uh, as an Army veteran, I stood there and I and I listened to that. That better than half of those officers that were just graduating would not return. Yeah. And uh, that's a sobering thing for those of us that have been in combat and know the consequences of combat and the and the and the grilling of combat that happens moment by moment and um and those are life life eternal decisions to when they stepped forward there is as uh marine corps officers and um their commitment to their men to lead to the front i was uh had i been younger uh, than I was there standing there in my uh, late 60s, I would have stepped forward too and uh, enlisted mm-hmm. in the Marine Corps. It made me so proud. <laughs> it did. Well, I, I, am, I imagine, you know, I have, I was, uh, as you mentioned, in the Navy Reserve and I um, have only written about Marines. I've never, I know I wouldn't have the courage to be a Marine, but I have been very fascinated by um, the stories of these Marines' lives and their faith in God and how that either silently or publicly led them through their Marine Corps service. Um, and I do think, from my experience, and I've been, I've headed Corps stories now for a dozen years, and there's a there's an absolute connection between um, a Marine's ability to lead from the front and some kind of faith. They don't have to be Christian, they, but some kind of faith um, that 
there's a power outside themselves that's going to help them. Yes. And uh, so I think that perhaps they, they know they may be going to their death, but they want to do it in a way that will reduce the number of other marine deaths. So it, that's a... But let me tell you, every marine I have ever spoken to has said that they're, when in battle, their army counterparts were just as courageous and just as mm-hmm. impressive, especially those cavalry soldiers. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, just before, we're going to go on break in just a minute. I just want to show you, uh, rather have you listen to something. Um, it was during the Korean War. Again, excuse my French. <laughs> uh, there were ty- actually 10 Chinese, show the toughness of this guy. Uh, there were 10 Chinese divisions that surrounded uh, Puller and his Marines. Puller saw the situation with, and, and with his brand of logic and said, those poor bastards, they got us right where they want, where we want them. Now we can fire in any direction. <laughs> well, listen, he was an optimist in all. That's just one of a million great quotes. I mean, yeah, he, he I saw, know, he, I know. He saw success. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, he saw success when anyone else would have said, "We're right. done." You know? Yeah, we're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. that, yeah, the eternal optimist. Isn't that beautiful? Right. True. All right. You can now learn more about the American Heroes loyalty brands that provide financial support for our veterans and military families by going to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. To stay updated, here's an easier way, to stay updated on your phone, text the word HERO, that's H-E-R-O, to 80464, or scan the QR code right from our website. Our loyalty brand, American Heroes Apparel, is now available online and will also be in retail stores soon just go to the americanheroesnetwork.com and click on the the actually the t-shirt icon that you'll see on the site there our most popular t-shirt for men is the american heroes network uh, eagle with the chevron uh, logo on it and also for women it says i love my soldier or i love my marine okay you're listening to the Amer- american uh, heroes network powered by voice america on the variety channel and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Meriwether Ball. And um, uh, Jim, you had a question uh, while we're on break. Why don't you go ahead and ask that? Well, I'm, Mary, I'm wondering, uh, in your first uh, Polar Chronicles, uh, Volume 1, was there anything that shocked you, or maybe shocked is maybe not the right word, but let's say that was there anything that was of, of uh, uh, importance that uh, you discovered in writing this first volume? You know, there wasn't until two weeks before my deadline. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. It, it, was, it was so smooth sailing, and everything was as expected and happy. And then, um, you know, I didn't think that I could ever, I could ever um, unearth any fact about Chesty's time in the Marine Corps that Colonel Hoffman had not. Um, but because of the internet there's so much more data available than when he published back in 2001 Hmm. and so um as i say just before um my my september 1st deadline i realized that there was evidence that chesty fathered a child out of wedlock as a young marine and I realized this at about 2 o'clock in the morning, just looking for his great-grandfathers, um, trying to verify some information three generations back. And uh, with by 8 o'clock the next morning, I was in the parish priest's office at Christ Church at Saluda, where Chesty's family church, um, discussing it because I was so stunned, and it was so... Um, it could be so explosive, and I didn't want there to be um, a scandalous headline. And having been in the news business so long, I knew that I had to keep it under wraps, but I had to also run it to ground. I had to find out everything I could to determine whether it was fact or not. And um, so I called in my Marines, I called in my Marine Colonel um, advisor, my Marine Lieutenant Colonel mentor, and um, two other Marines, and I said, help me and advise me through this. And then I went to Hoffman, um, and then I went to um, upstate New York, and I think that I can accurately say Chesty fathered a child while he was serving in Haiti when he was 24 years old. This was before he um, met Virginia. Um, He had known Virginia as a child, let me say that, but he had not met her in any kind of an environment where he was attracted to her as an adult yet. Yes. And um, so he had, you know, met someone socially there, and as many, many, many Marines and soldiers and sailors do, um, perhaps had a dalliance, if you would. And and let me just again emphasize, he was single, and he was a long way from home, and it was something that happens time in memoriam. 
but a child was born, and that child was given his name, Laura Besson Puller, and um, she died recently. She died in 2011. Uh, her, she died at 88 years old. She lived her entire life believing that Jesse was her father, and all of the documents and circumstances line up. Now the only accurate way to to know for certain is a DNA test with his direct descendants through his marriage, and I don't believe it appropriate to request that. So I'm just going on the documents I have, but I want to emphasize that at no time did um, Laura Besson Puller, her mother, or her children, her daughter and uh, daughter's husband and their children, at no time did they seek recognition. Have they sought to be um, known? Have they sought to humiliate anybody or embarrass the good general? They have lived a quiet, honorable life. And um, so it seems to me that, in fact, there, the possibility is extremely strong that this is fact. And it, it serves a whole. It answers a whole lot of questions from my perspective with regard to his marriage. He was so so devout to a, a groom, and um, it really indicates that perhaps he learned a lesson in ramifications early, and lived honorably afterwards. Wow! Beautiful. Well, you know, it it, it the response, uh, their response, and their course of action, like you said, not to seek any recognition and to live, you know, that life uh, tells me that they were uh, in harmony with it and comfortable with where things had turned and the way things had turned. And uh, <clears throat> uh, so I, I, I commend you on that position. And I think it's, I think it's, uh, it, I can, I can hear in your voice as you uh, made that turn and that discovery, what do you do with it? And and I'm proud that you you um, included that because certainly that's a segment of uh, Chesty's life that uh, was important uh, to him at that time. And uh, and who knows what caused it and and where he was in in the realm of conflicts that were in front of him. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So okay. yeah. And he let me also say that. You know, Chesty, the the church he was raised in was um, everyone, every one of his ancestors back nine generations that I have researched were born within the sanctity of marriage. This is a very important um, rule under the covenants of the church he and his ancestors mm -hmm. and, and mine live under. There's just children are not born out of wedlock it's a it's no. a big deal so i think it must have been extremely challenging for him but you know he never he never judged his young marines he never expected anybody to feel sorry for him or burden anyone with this secret um it seems to me that he was so selfless and so compassionate uh to, forward regarding such matters and you know no one has ever accused him of being a boozer or a player and you know in those cases a lot of marine officers were doing some unwise things to relieve stress uh, oh yes but yes. He, but he yes. never was accused of that and no. i think it would have come out considering he was so famous 
know? Exactly, yes. And, yeah. and the pressures that he was under in a leadership role, and um, it, it speaks real high. It does. Uh, Mary, I, uh, I, I, yeah, my, my faith and, uh, and understanding of, of his sacrifice and of his grounding is incredible. And the Christchurch uh, relationship and his dedication to God through uh, his, uh, his chosen church, and it goes back, really, Christchurch goes back to the foundational leader of our nation, George Washington, out of Alexandria, Virginia. Exactly. And uh, I think, yes, I mean, what a foundation. And the beautiful, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, inside of the church is it, it's representative of the faith strength that that church brings forth. Oh yeah. All right. Now, Mary, you're out of Virginia, also, aren't you? I am. I I am um, south of the James. He was north of the James, but we are cousins yeah. um, through three different family lines. So mm-hmm. I know his his family tree well, and I know his it's it you know his faith in this church. Well, for the same reason, my church is St. John's is a little older than his. I brag. Chester <laughs> <laughs> was also known for a lot of uh, just lots of quotes. Do you have a favorite one? Well, or you know, I, I don't, <laughs> I, except the one that I put as the epigraph in the book, and that is he he was very um, he talked a lot about God with respect in his letters to and from his wife. And, and what he wrote uh, in September 1950 was, As so often I've written to you, worry does not help. Just trust the good Lord to bring me safely back to you. I am confident that he will. And he did. All right. <clears throat> Boy, what a, that, that's such a wonderful uh, message to pass on to even the listenership uh, today because so many in deployment... Uh, there's such anxiety about what can we do, and that's the answer right there. That's that is true. absolutely the answer, Mary. You know, it, just trust that God's in control and God will take care. It is, and you know, there's, there is. This is a difficult subject, of course, in the climate we're in. But whether it's private or public, a faith in God um, is absolutely acceptable. In our service, and I think that when you were talking before I came on about the suicide rate and mental illness in our our troops, it can really um, it can really help. No matter what your faith is, I, I'm not pushing any one religion or another, mm-hmm. um, but it can be very helpful to mental health. Um, in the Marines I have spoken to, they have said that when when nothing else worked, their faith worked. So yes. I, I have those Marines. I have known so many Marines who have taken their own lives and even Jesse's own son. But I often think that I believe that they are dealing with something perhaps I could never really grasp. They've seen things I could never, I could never tolerate myself. Right. You know, we're going to take a break. Be sure to check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. Josh is the owner, and he's a family man, and he believes his merchant services can and will save you money. Check him out. What do you have to lose? Give Josh a call right now. It's 407-401-0772, or just go to the, our, the American Heroes Network website and click on his logo. Don't forget to go to the American Heroes 
uh, network face page uh, and Facebook page and like us. Okay, I'm Gary Ray, along with Jim and our guest, Meriwether Ball. Uh, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. At Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Meriwether Ball. And uh, you mentioned when we were talking before about the core stories. Uh, actually, you have a, you developed a, a 501c3 uh, that has to do with this also, didn't you? I did. So Core Stories was launched um, sometime as I was writing for as a correspondent. Mm-hmm. for the local newspapers, and I got really disgusted when one of my editors <laughs> changed Marine to Soldier in in one of the <laughs> stories. And, you know, I couldn't, I just couldn't get through to them. Some covenants of military journalism. Anyway, I, I continued to write for the newspapers for some years, but I launched Core Stories in 2002 as an online um, ad-free um, news source. And then it sort of became clear that I didn't want anyone to think that if I did generate revenue from these stories, that it would go to any kind of a commercial venture. I wanted them to understand that it would just go to rebuilding the the the, the site, so growing the interviews and, and travel. So then I thought the best thing to do is just make it a nonprofit. And so then when I made it a nonprofit, readers were saying, what a relief to know that if we are interviewed by you or someone from Core Stories or you run our story, you're not making money on us. And I, 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 
I was really relieved to know that they grasped that, that readers are an intelligent bunch, you know, and they care. So Core Stories is um, all I, the whole mission of Core Stories is to interview or rerun stories about unsung Marines. Chesty, writing about Chesty was a, quite a departure because I think I've only interviewed two or three famous Marines. Um, but I love writing about the Marines who are, you know, Silver Star recipients or Navy Cross recipients or Bronze Star recipients, and yet they're out there pumping your gas or they're working construction or they're an electrician. There are people around you every day, but they have gone to hell to fight for your liberty. So That's true. Yep. Those yep. guys, they, I, I just eat them up. I'm so fascinated with them. <laughs> you know, how, how do they have that much courage? As well, their parents, their wives, their children, I just, they all sacrifice. And they do yeah. it so silently. Oh, boy. Yep. Beautiful. You know, nice you know Jim. You know, Jim, she also is aware of uh, Justin Constantine. Um, uh, right, Mary? He's a legend. Oh, he's yes, a legend. He is. He is he's, he's, you know, he, no one can really understand how he's alive, how he yeah. is so motivated, how he is mm-hmm. so articulate. I mean, he represents a, uh, a swath of Marines who have fallen for us. And who who died in battle and died extraordinarily painful deaths, and here he is. A lot, he's a legend in the Marine Corps community of today. There's just no two ways about it. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. What That's an honor you know, to be on the same show that he was on. <laughs> oh, he's been oh, on our me. show twice. Yeah, <laughs> I just and, love it. And, yeah, he's, he's you know, Mary, whether a, there's another guy. individual. Oh, excuse me, Gary. Go ahead. No, I just said he's a quite, he's quite a guy. That's all I said. Yeah. <sighs> Meriwether, there's a gentleman uh, named Jim Casty out of North Carolina, uh, Marine, and uh, went and fought in Korea, uh, went, did four separate tours in Vietnam, married to his dear wife, Helen. And today, he, as an upcoming December, he will pass out enough money to the Wounded Warriors Barrack out of Camp Lejeune. And he will make sure that each and every one of those wounded warriors goes home for Christmas. Oh. They only need to provide him with uh, uh, orders that they have leave and proof of what the cost of, uh, of round trip will be. And a check is drawn right there and put in their hand with a salute and a thank you for your service and God bless you. Oh, my and word. Jim, yes, I'm going to get him to you. He is a... He is a he is a marine and a marines uh, and he was responsible. He goes on base there at Camp Lejeune in Cherry Point, and the place snaps to attention. Oh, and, I bet uh, they do. My word, how generous! Yeah. How many he, years has he been doing leader. this? How many uh, years? He's in a. I I've got. I'm I'm sorry, I don't have the exact years, but I'd say probably about six six years, approximately seven uh-huh. years, and each year. The numbers of dollars that is raised in that community, Jim only needs to show his face and and even sometimes not. Money's coming through the door, and here's the underline, here's the takeaway. Not one penny, not one postage stamp is deducted from that. those monies given for those combat-wounded Marines and sailors. Wow. And each, each penny is directed back 
to helping and supporting them and getting them. And it started out quite by accident. The uh, military of the Purple Heart, one of our past national commanders, uh, was there, and, and he said to one of the Marines, he said, what can I do for you? And he said, sir, I'd love to see my family. And, and uh, a commander uh, uh, turned to Jim and said, make it happen. And Jim said, yes, sir, and that was the beginning. And uh, Tom Poulter was the commander at the time, and uh, Jim took that uh, directive absolutely to heart, and Jim has made it happen, along with his dear wife, who handwrites thank yous to each and every individual that she has a name and address to say thank you to. She handwrites a thank you, and not just a thank you, and then puts it in an envelope. But uh, she handwrites every single item and in, in a thank you back to every every contributor. My so the community, word. the community around Camp Lejeune and Cherry Point is about that. Be a great interview for you. But that is the military community that you speak of that you're addressing right there in your chronicles. Yes, um, what yes. a great that would be a perfect core stories interview. There, mm-hmm. there. But you know, as amazing as that story is, it, he's not alone. No, he's there, not. No, he's not at all. There's a lot of people who, perhaps not quite as successfully, who generate money for wounded Marines or their families and or, or fallen Marines' families, and and they, I don't know how they do it. They put a hundred percent back into the program. It's just, it's wonderful, and it's uh, and they do it so silently. You know, they never seek press. Uh, that's it, the silent. And that's the real mark of somebody that has their heart in the right place is they're not looking for recognition or, or uh, kudos. They're doing it from a heartfelt uh, conviction that that's what they need to be doing. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Now, Mary, where can our listeners um, uh, learn more about your 501c3? Well, they can go to corestories.com, spelled just like it sounds, with two S's, so C-O-R-P-S-S-T-O-R-I-E-S, corestories.com. Um, we're also on Facebook, and everything everything is on Facebook. So Polar Chronicles has a website, but it's also on Facebook. And then there's Brand Central, which is meriwetherball.com, um, and you can get to any of those from that site. But Facebook, LinkedIn... All that social media is really helpful, but Polar Chronicles can be purchased um, at almost any online retailer. It's all over the globe. Every country has um, a site that you can buy Polar Chronicles hardcover or ebook, and audiobook will be available next week. So. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we only have a couple of minutes left. Mary, it was great having you on our show today. My honor. Absolutely. I can't tell you. I'm All so right. thrilled. Absolutely. Well, Mary, yeah. what, would, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, I think the most important thing is that we, we learned from Polar Chronicles that Lewis Burwell Polar Sr. was a man of tremendous faith in God. And that answers perhaps a lot more questions about how he was so extraordinarily courageous when so many other Marines before and since were not. And so I think we can see him in an entirely new light now. Whether you buy Polar Chronicles or not, you can know it. You can know that Chesty was a very faithful man, and he loved God, and he loved his church. 
All right. And that was the most important thing to him. All right. Jim? Mary, uh, thank you. Thank you very, very much from a national historian's perspective with the military <laughs> of the Purple Heart. I'm thankful for your effort. Thank you for bringing Chesty's uh, memory out to us, and thank you for revealing the true hero that was inside this great leader of ours. Thank oh, you, Mary. My right. honor. Thank, thank you so you, much for having me. And just remember, everyone, Drowning Pool's coming soon. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime anywhere and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with Jim and our guest, Meriwether Ball, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And be sure to tune in next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And thanks for listening to us. Talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.